sports, politics, life. Amazing Garage Floors presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues online at AmazingGarageFloors.net. I've heard of a few successful business trips through the years. Sometimes for a sports team, a successful trip is just going on the road and getting a win and coming home and celebrating and winning your division or whatever it may be the case. The Chiefs had that last week with Houston as they won the AFC West again. I've heard of it in business where people go out and make a gigantic sale or you know, close some sort of a merger where the company is now bigger and you take over stock of another company. We've seen all kinds of successful business trips throughout our lifetime. Some of them make news, some of them do not make news, but I've never seen anything in my life as successful as the business trip Volodymyr Zelensky is executing by visiting Joe Biden with our money in Washington, D.C. just before Christmas as the handouts continue from the Biden administration. It is expected Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, showing up We'll get another $45 billion cash and weapons and such to use however he sees fit with zero accountability to the American people. None. Zero. We don't know where it goes. We don't know who's getting rich. We don't know what kind of oligarchs they've got in Ukraine. We know Zelensky's going to be a multi-billionaire when this is all said and done. This much we know. $45 billion more puts this well over $100 billion. Nothing, I mean zero, of any of this has any accountability. There has been no passage of uh, law or Congress stepping in saying this is okay, uh, this is an act of war, the United States against Russia. There's nothing. We've not gone through any of the proper processes here. Biden just continues to hand money out. And politicians on both sides have just decided it's okay to do. This is on the Republicans as much as the Democrats. Everybody hates Russia. Let's just take all of our taxpayers' dollars while we have inflation, recession, open border, tough times for Americans. Let's take more money from Americans and let's give it to the Ukraine and let them have it to defend themselves over about, I don't know, 50 miles worth of land by the Russian border that's up for debate whether or not the people that live there want to be part of Russia or part of Ukraine. doesn't matter. Biden administration and a lot of left-leaning Republicans love the Ukraine and hate Russia, and they have all lined their pockets. We know it's, it's well-documented how much money the Bidens have made doing business in Ukraine. It's the dirtiest scam ever. The paybacks here are outrageous, and I am certain that this money that is going to Ukraine now, eventually when Biden's out of office or he's dead and gone, there will be decades, decades where Zelensky's in charge. He's going to be, he's going to be their president forever. There will be no free and fair elections. This is Zelensky's career position. He's Putin. Okay, he's going to be there forever. This money will continue to come back to the American politicians that are taking care of Ukraine now. This will be the gift that keeps on giving for all of these people in Washington, D.C. to line their own pockets in the name of taking our money, sending it to Ukraine to fight Russia. So the kickbacks from Ukraine throughout the next years and decades will be enormous for the people that are voting yes. Why do you think all these congressmen and senators line up on these trips to go over there? Why do you think actors and celebrities are lining to go over there, lining up to go over there? 
This country is going to be exceedingly wealthy with American tax dollars and the right people who say and do the right things in this time of need in Ukraine will always be paid back. This is just how it works. It's a complete and utter scam. It is totally illegal. The war is basically going nowhere. I don't know what the end game is. Not what, a, Ask yourself this. If you're wondering why all this money keeps going and who's benefiting from it, why it's happening, and why it doesn't stop, ask yourself this question. Why hasn't Joe Biden at any point said, you know what, let's sit down at the table. Let's take Zelensky, let's take Putin, I'll sit there, let's bring a team in, and let's negotiate this thing out and end it. Why don't they end it? Well, that's simple. This is an easy way for Washington, D.C. to hoodwink the American people, steal our money, essentially, steal our tax dollars, send it over there, and know that the kickbacks to them will be enormous. Everybody gets rich. When you're talking about over $100 billion at this point, everybody's getting rich. Think of this as just another big government spending program. The people who make military equipment, munitions, the entire apparatus that organizes all this stuff, I, it, there's just there's pilfering everywhere. This is just the most disgusting thing ever. And then this dude's going to come over and meet with Biden and maybe address Congress, maybe not. They're worried about security at the, at the, at the Capitol building if Zelensky shows up there. I, I don't even, I, it's just such a complete scam on the American people. I'm sorry. I, it, I know it's close to Christmas. Maybe that's why they're doing this now. They, they think they're going to present this as some sort of a feel-good thing. We're all going to feel good. Zelensky's going to sit with Biden. Their popularity ratings go up. Look at them fighting against those evil Russians. Look, I don't like Vladimir Putin. I'm not big on Russia. The Russian people don't seem to care. They, they actually are thriving in this war, by the way. Their economy is the one place on earth that is right now recession-proof. Prices are not rising. The supply chains, they're, all of these sanctions we've imposed, not working. These are the good old days in Russia. They are losing young men in their war, and that's a problem for Putin. But the people of Russia are not suffering. They're doing better right now relative to what they were than we are. Their economy is not suffering the things our economy is suffering. Our economy is suffering for Bidenitis. He is just spending, 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 spending. And as he continues to spend, it gets worse for all of us. And inflation is kicking everybody in the teeth. The recession is right around the corner. They apparently are going to keep raising interest rates, and there will be no soft landing. This is going to be ugly. It's pretty obvious now. If they keep raising interest rates, the whole thing, people are going to stop spending money, and this economy is just going to tank. And maybe that's the plan for 24, because somehow this works for Democrats. Oh, it's so bad, and it's not our fault, and Vladimir Putin did this, and we're trying to help Zelensky, and just give us four more years, and we'll fix it all for you. We'll send you more stimulus checks. We'll take care of you. Saddest thing ever. There is nothing. There's just nothing we can do about any of this. Nothing. They just keep spending. And maybe we have faith in, in Kevin McCarthy getting in there 
and saying, that's it. We're cutting off the spigots. We're not funding this thing anymore. We're not going to fund the FBI, you know, $3 million to pay to Twitter so Twitter can spy on Americans and get them blocked. Everybody's talking about Elon Musk saying he's not going to continue eventually as CEO of Twitter when they're focusing on the wrong thing. Your tax dollars, our FBI, paid millions of dollars to Twitter to provide information on who to shut down on Twitter and how to do it. And then people left the FBI and went to work for Twitter. This is just unbelievable. The deep state we all talk about is not any kind of even remotely fantasy or conspiracy theory. It's just one piece of evidence after another that it exists. It's too much money. We know this about people in general, but Americans specifically, for this conversation anyway, Americans will follow the money. They will put their hand in the cookie jar and they will take everything they can get. They will do that. That's kind of the theme of this podcast. We'll get to a Chiefs fan later that was trying to rip off the ultimate cookie jar for him anyway. But it's what people do. It's the nature of people. Go get yours. And when it's the government, it seems to be legal, especially if you have liberal privilege. If you're on the left, you have all the privilege to go do whatever you want. You've got complete and utter cover. Nothing will come of any investigations that McCarthy does. Would there be a day where the Republicans have the White House, the Senate, and the House? And they have actual investigations and trials and convict some people and do that, possibly, but doubtful because then it will be so far behind us in the rearview mirror that nobody will care. These people just steal from us. It is absolutely remarkable what's going on. I, I don't know what I'm more upset about. I mean, you can't, you can't really look at the dollar amount and say this is what makes me more upset than the other. We're over $100 billion to Ukraine. That's outrageous. I think we all recognize that's just outrageous. And somehow we're claiming we're not part of this war, which is absurd. I don't understand the difference between $100 billion, all these weapons, the missile defense systems that we're going to have to have people train them to use. I don't understand the difference between that and a no-fly zone. A no-fly zone apparently is an act of war by some treaty or convention. If we just flew our planes up there and said, yeah, Russia, keep your stuff out of the skies here, no, no missiles, no planes, no nothing, we're flying over Ukraine. I don't see the difference in what we're doing. Clearly, Zelensky's visit is to rub this in Putin's face as much as anything else. But you spend $100 billion there, I get equally miffed when I find out the FBI was taking our money, our tax dollars, and paying Twitter to target conservatives. Millions of dollars. And then they leave the FBI and go to work for Twitter. I just... It's so frustrating. I, I need to, I, I may need to, I'm, I'm telling you, I may, there may be a week or two coming up where I don't do any of this. It's just going to be all sports. I may just need to get away from some of these people. This is, I am so frustrated right now. I am hopeful that the new Congress will stop some of this, but I don't know. The Biden administration now says they want to extend Title 42. They're asking for a reprieve. Even they're admitting, okay, this is going to be bad if we end this thing. I just need some good news. I need some sanity out of this administration. And I, I pray to God that when the Republicans take over the House, it will at least slow some of the insanity. 
It's not going to stop at all. Maybe it will slow it. Meanwhile, everybody's out there focusing on Elon Musk, who did a Twitter poll. 57% of the people said you should step down as the CEO. You shouldn't be the CEO of Twitter. It's not unusual at all. Somebody to own a company and be the president and have a CEO run the company, that's not unusual at all. Elon Musk's baby is Tesla, his space program. He is, that's, that's his baby. He says he's going to stay involved with the, the smaller subgroups of Twitter that are responsible for free speech, content moderation, things like that. But he will, if he, if he can find somebody crazy enough, he said, I'll find a CEO and put them in place. I don't see anything controversial here. Musk does everything in public. Bill Gates is making fun of him for doing this in public, whatever. Elon Musk didn't buy this company to be the CEO. He bought the company. Hopefully, he doesn't have to clear bankruptcy. He's going to try to avoid that. He has about $13 billion in loans that, oof, how would you like to be the people that loaned him money? And then he goes and declares bankruptcy on you. I, who knows what they're going to do here with Twitter. What he wants is for free speech to be on Twitter. That's what he wants. And he doesn't really have to be the CEO to do that. He doesn't have to have a mission statement. We have to make this uber profitable, and I've got to make billions of dollars on Twitter. That's not his stated goal. He can, at any point, take this company public and get much, if not all, of his money back. He can do that. Or he can sell it off to other entities. That certainly could happen as well. So he's not at any real risk here of losing everything. He may lose, I mean, this guy could lose five, six, seven billion dollars in this deal and not even feel it, to be honest. But I don't think he ever had the intention of being the CEO and running the thing on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm not sure he really does that with any of his businesses. He owns them, he finds people, he gives them a directive and says, this is what the company is supposed to be, let's go do it. And I think he can easily do that with Twitter if he hires a CEO and keeps his eye on this thing. He's got to have several people that he's close to that have the same mission that he does, and they should be just fine there. KKHI is brought to you by 360 Document Solutions. Folks, the new year is right around the corner. And as you think about growing your business, building your business, or making your business more profitable, there are multiple ways you can do this. You know how to do it. You've been running business, or you're a manager or general manager and know how to do it. Sometimes it's the little things that add up. Sometimes it's the, the equipment, the hardware, some of the things that you have around the office that are just not efficient, whether it's copiers or printers, IT solutions, mail systems, phone systems. There are better products available out there likely than what you are using now. In so many cases, they cost less than what you have now. 360 Document Solutions will even get you out of your leases with your current equipment providers, whoever they are, especially if you have HP. If you've got HP, you're paying too much. 360documentsolutions.com. Call Mark Lindquist this week before the holidays. Leave, send an email, leave a message, say, let's get together after the first year. I want to see if you can save me some money and make us more profitable. Any business in Western Missouri or the entire state of Kansas, 360documentsolutions.com, 913-745-5344. Window World, the title sponsor of KKHI from day one. Always with a free analysis and estimate for you. Whether you just have one leaky window, you feel that cold air coming in right now? You're going to feel it this weekend. Or if you see moisture coming in as it snows and we get ice, call Window World. They have great American-made products with lifetime warranties that are simply the best for less. 
They're the official windows of the Kansas City Chiefs. They are very inexpensive windows, and most people don't even know this. Window World won the J.D. Power Customer Service Award again this year. They use them as doorstops. They win it all the time. So best products, lowest prices, best customer service. WindowsKansasCity.com or call 816-799-0820 for Window World, simply the best for less. Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC. You buy a new or used vehicle between now and December 31st, and you can spin to win. They've got Visa gift cards up to $500 if you purchase your car. Nobody else doing this. You're going to win money if you buy a car. Go get your best deal at Roberts Robinson, and that includes if you if you order your car. Go do it. Figure it all out. Order that baby built, man. December 31st, between now and December 31st, any car at Roberts Robinson, Chevrolet Buick GMC in Excelsior Springs is qualifying you for spin to win, up to $500 Visa gift card. And they still got a couple days left. I think today might be the last day for the Good Samaritan Toy Drive and Gift Card Donation Center at Roberts Robinson in Excelsior Springs. And you definitely have enough time left if you do the uh, one to two day shipping to get some new slippers from my pillow for the holidays for your spouse, for yourself, whomever. It's the number one selling item this quarter at mypillow.com. They do sell a lot of pillows, they sell a lot of sheets, a lot of mattress toppers. We had a mattress topper, and it was a wonderful thing. It extended the life of our mattress, which was kind of lumpy. Uh, we probably bought four or five more years out of our old mattress without having to go out and buy a new mattress. But they also have mattresses at my pillow. Right now, what's most popular for the holidays? Pet beds, pet blankets, and slippers. MyPillow slippers are $90 off with promo code KKHI. MyPillow.com slash KKHI. Shop their entire line of slippers for men and women, small sizes, big sizes. They got them all right there. Online at MyPillow.com slash KKHI. Don't forget the promo code. And everything that gets kicked back to us through the promo code between now and Christmas Day we're donating to Operation Homefront. That's right, Operation Homefront for uh, active military families. So you can help Operation Homefront by making a purchase at mypillow.com slash KKHI. All right, enough of the news, but before we get to sports, I've got something that you may have seen during the Chiefs game. Did you see the Tom Cruise commercial? The, the teaser thing for Mission Impossible where he's up on the airplane and he jumps off and goes free-falling through the sky? I've mentioned this before on here, and, and this is fairly recent. And, and it's a shame that I have such a man crush on Tom Cruise. And here's why. So many other people in Hollywood should be doing the movies and the things that Tom Cruise is doing. It seems so obvious, so simple and easy. Hollywood has become kind of a formula that you take a superhero movie that all the, the superhero Freaks are just going to go see no matter what. And you completely infuse it or inject it with woke politics. That seems to be what's going on now in Hollywood. Their way, instead of making movies specifically about the topics of transgenderism, which nobody would go see, or whatever, you just take your favorite superhero movie and you put a character in there that fits whatever the grievance du jour is and make that part of the movie or make it about skin color, or religion, or global domination, or whatever, whatever woke thing they're trying to put in. You just take a superhero movie and you put it in. And I'm not saying that doesn't work because people go to superhero movies no matter what. 
So what, what sort of happened is all of these movies in Hollywood that have gone woke have gone broke. They don't make any money. So Hollywood's really struggling. Theaters are struggling. They can't decide whether to put things on Netflix, whether to put it at AMC theaters, or exactly how they're going to do all this. They're finding that the theaters will still get packed with movies like Avatar. Okay, it's been 13 years. Avatar's doing very well. Now, not quite as well as they thought, but it's doing well. The uh, Black Panther movie was huge. It's got all kinds of woke stuff in it. Loaded with wokeism. The Marvel movies, the superheroes. So it's like, okay, we want to keep projecting this wokeness on America, but we are tired of losing money by doing movies about wokeness. So let's just put some woke characters in movies that we know people are going to go see whether they're good or bad. To be honest, the superhero movies, they're going to make money whether, whether the movie's any good or not. People just show up. It's insane. It's ridiculous. It's a little bit like a bad NFL team. Okay, it's the Lions. Well, the Lions aren't that bad this year. Okay? It's, it's just a bad NFL. It's the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions all these years. The fans keep coming. That's what superhero movies are. But there's one person out there making movies that people love that don't really have any politics in them, anything woke, Sometimes just being free of that stuff makes it look like you're conservative. I don't think Tom Cruise is a conservative by any stretch of the imagination. I just think the man figured out a long time ago, someday I'm going to die and I want everybody to look back on my career and the movies that I made. And I want people to say I was completely dedicated to the audience. I went and I made a movie for the people. I made a movie for people to go see, to, to forget about what's going on in their life, grab a bucket of popcorn, Get you a diet soda and just get lost for two hours watching this thrill ride or whatever it may be. He certainly made some, some good dramas as well, touching movies. But really, where Tom Cruise is at this point in his career is we're just going to push the envelope and we're going we're gonna to put forth the most exciting action films you've ever seen. Top Gun was a miracle of movie making. Top Gun Maverick this year. Just, an, uh, we've talked about it before. Remarkable piece of movie making. Just incredible. Absolutely incredible from start to finish. Perfect movie. Absolutely perfect movie. During COVID, we got the story that Tom Cruise was being a bully to some of the people on the set of the new Mission Impossible movie. That they were slacking. They were using COVID as an excuse. They weren't wearing their masks. You had to follow all these protocols. Remember during COVID, you had to follow protocols. They're going to shut you down. He wanted to keep making movies during COVID. So this new Mission Impossible movie that's coming out next year, it's a few more months before it'll be out. The one that's going to be out is the one that he was making when all the hullabaloo was out there that he was being too tough on the crew. Make no mistake about this. Whether you're the director or producer or whatever, Tom Cruise is making a movie. It's his movie. Right? He brings more to the movie than anyone. And this unbelievable promo thing they showed during the Chiefs game the other day where he's on the airplane. I don't know how it was at a two-minute commercial before he jumps and goes. Simply remarkable. Now there's a nine-minute video online. This guy's insane, okay? He's crazy. He does his stunts, pretty much all of them. So we saw that video during the Chiefs game. Now there's a nine-minute promo video out there for Mission Impossible 7, maybe? Is it number seven? That Tom Cruise spent one year training how to base jump and he got expert motocross bike training because they have to use a motocross bike in the stunt that he's doing in the new Mission Impossible movie. 
They have been planning this stunt for years. They originally wanted to do it in like Mission Impossible 5, but they couldn't get it ironed out. They wanted to do it in 6, couldn't get it ironed out. They got it done in 7. He's in Norway, and he comes flying down this ramp like Evil Knievel on a motocross bike. He's got a parachute on, and he goes over this unbelievable cliff in Norway into the clouds. It's a foggy day. Let's go of the bike. The motorcycle falls. Tom Cruise is flying through the air. Of course, he's got a parachute that's going to deploy. And they take years to get this to where it's going to be safe enough, and he knows how to do it and how to execute it. And the cameras are in the right place, the helicopter and the drones and all these other things. And then we learn at the end of this thing, he did it six times in one day. Folks, do you know how much money Tom Cruise could make if he set up this stunt on live television and just said, I'm Tom Cruise, I'm going to do this stunt, this is going to be unbelievable, nobody's done this before. Do you know how many people would watch and how much money he could make and sponsors they could do just by doing something like this live one time on television to get people watching like, oh my God, he's going to do this. <laughs> this thing is crazy. You have to see it if you have not seen it. It's all over the internet and it makes me feel bad for other actors. It makes me feel bad that other actors just aren't trying hard enough in their movies. Look, I'm not telling you if I was a great actor and I could be Tom Cruise that I'd be doing these stunts. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I think I might have done some of them. I don't think I'd be learn. I don't think I'd spend a year training on base jumping and motocross bikes to go flying off a cliff on a motocross bike. I don't think I would do that. I don't. And it might not necessarily be the actual movie stunt that would be the problem. It might be a year of base jumping training. You know how many times something could go wrong just to get one shot in one movie? So we're talking about hundreds of episodes of base jumping and training and time on a motocross bike and flying off ramps and going over cliffs and deploying parachutes for one movie shot. So you and I can go to the movie this summer and watch Mission Impossible and for two hours forget about everything. Because you will, when you go see Mission Impossible, forget about everything for two hours. And the reason I say I feel bad for other actors sometimes is this promo thing came out online the same day another famous actor, very talented man, Hugh Jackman, you may have heard of him. What is Hugh Jackman doing? Well, Tom Cruise is running spots during football about the stunts that he does and the movies that he makes, getting everybody excited for a movie that's months away. Hugh Jackman is out there at the same time making headlines for saying it's time to have gender-neutral award categories for all of these award shows. So the award show ratings have gone off the cliff like Tom Cruise on his motocross bike. Just nobody watches anymore. And Hugh Jackman's idea for the movie industry, for film, Hugh Jackman's idea is, oh, let's have gender-neutral award categories for the Oscars. For the Emmys, for the Tonys, for all of them, for the Golden Globes, let's do gender neutral because, yeah, people want to see that. Oh, boy, I can't wait to turn on my television. What, what? Hey, most of these categories, there's five people, right? Best actor, there's at least five. Sometimes there's 10 or 10 movies in a category. Best gender neutral actor award? Are there five? Are there five to nominate? Hugh, how exactly going to do this? And how could this possibly be good 
for Hollywood. Here's the bad part. This is what they'll want to do. They'll want to have the award, but it won't be on the show. It'll be one, they mention it, you know, like the person who wrote the score or something like that. Earlier awards given away tonight were da-da-da-da-da for best general new director. They ain't going to show it. They, they won't. That, that's, and that's where they're just flat wrong in so many ways. What a comparison, Tom Cruise and Hugh Jackman. Look, Tom Cruise has got some stuff, man. I, I'm not, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's perfect. I know he was in Scientology for a while. He's had moments in his career. I don't care. I have, I've said this a lot on this podcast. And if, if you really, if you only have one thing you take away from listening to this podcast ever, I would hope that you would know how passionate I am about this. And I hope that more Americans are passionate about this. Exceptionalism. American exceptionalism. Tom Cruise epitomizes American exceptionalism. Does that mean that all exceptional people are perfect and you agree with everything about them? No, no. And I don't really know what his politics are. I assume he's to the left of center. I assume. Tim Robbins came out and was making some comments. Is it Timothy Robbins, is that guy's name? He's a big lefty. And he was making comments about how biased the media was during COVID. And wow, we've learned a lot about liberals not being honest and truthful. And that's his own people. And he's calling them out. So maybe this gets better. I don't know. I just love Americans and individuals that want to be exceptional. And Tom Cruise throws away everything else and says, I don't care about what I think. It is not about what I think. It's about what the people watching the movie think. And he wants to appeal to everyone, and he wants everyone to be entertained. And, man, I got great respect for that. And just stay out of the other stuff. That's pretty That's pretty darn cool. Okay, still a couple days left to go online to finchknifeco.com. If you'd like to buy a Finch pocket knife for someone for Christmas, you can do that. Might be easier now if you live in the Kansas City area, just go out to Shields in Overland Park or the Bullet Hole. They've got them in the cases there. You can see all the beautiful designs of Finch pocket knives. These are great holiday gifts, especially for any kind of person that's a outdoorsman or fix-it kind of person. Or, you know that guy that's always prepared? If you said, you know, man, if I just had some duct tape, and they go, oh, I've got some in my trunk. <laughs> you know that guy? A Finch pocket knife would be a great gift for that guy, no doubt. Online at finchknifeco.com or visit Shields in the Bullet Hole in Overland Park. Advanced medical imaging. If you need an MRI or a CT scan, why wait two or three weeks? It's not time to do it. If you've got an issue, you need to go take care of it. Schedule your appointment today or tomorrow at Advanced Medical Imaging. Online at medimageks.com. That's medimageks.com. They also do heart scans there for under 100 bucks. You can get your plaque score and basically see all the organs in your torso and make sure you don't have any masses there or whatever. That's great peace of mind. That's something insurance should cover, and it doesn't. I think Americans should be able to go in once a year and have this heart scan done. You want to save a bunch of lives in America? That should be something the insurance company should cover, and they don't, and that's unfortunate. But it is less than 100 bucks at Advanced Medical Imaging. Log on to medimageks.com or call 785-856-0224 and get your heart scan done. I won't belabor this. We've had two or three people, high-profile people, in the news the last couple of weeks that if they'd gone and done this heart scan, they'd be alive today. That's true. 
And of course, our friends at Cross Kitchens, online at crosskitchenskc.com. Talk it over or, uh, around your kitchen table, whatever, this holiday season. We want to redo the kitchen. We need a new bathroom. We want to fix up the man cave. Talk it over with your family. And then maybe after the first of the year, have Tim Cross out to your house and say, what do you think about this? Take a look at this room. What can we do here? He'd love to sit down with you and just bounce ideas off and get the ball rolling. CrossKitchensKC.com. Okay, this one I waited a day on because I just knew some stories you see, you're like, okay, there's going to be so many inaccuracies on this. I'm waiting. And that's what I decided to do in the case of Chief Saholic. Chief Saholic is a man named Javier Babadar. He goes to Chiefs games in a wolf costume. You've probably seen him. He brags on social media that he manages Benny Warehouse. He graduated from K-State in 2016, and if you work hard, you can make a lot of money. He, put, he posted an $80,000 wager on the Chiefs-Bills game, claiming that he was doing this, and then he lost. He lost. Somebody else posted the picture of that. It was from Barstool at Hollywood Casino in Kansas City. He's posted many pictures of wins. He bets on... He's a, he has to be the worst gambler ever because all he does is bet on his team. The Chiefs have not been good against the spread. They've not been. This man also takes pictures and posts on social media at a bunch of K-State football games and appears to have been in Dallas a couple of weeks for the K-State title game. But further research has proven that it's not likely that he's a grad. Nobody can find out that he graduated. And he's got prior arrests in Hayes, Kansas, Overland Park, Kansas, in Missouri, mug shots, all kinds of things. This guy, nobody knew his name. They knew him on Twitter as Chiefsaholic. But they figured out something was wrong with Chiefsaholic because last week he stopped posting on Twitter. Chiefsaholic loves being Chiefsaholic. He likes the attention. He likes the fame. He loves the social media clicks. And boy, were people eating this guy up and loving him. Until all of a sudden he went away and he's not on social media anymore. And a lot of other social media sleuths were like, uh-oh, we hope Chiefsaholic is okay. Turns out Chiefsaholic is Javier Babudar. And on Friday, it appears he was driving from Kansas City to Houston for the Chiefs game. And he stopped in the Tulsa area at Bixby, Oklahoma, walked into the bank with a mask on and robbed the bank armed robbery. <laughs> You're kidding me. Uh, they set up a perimeter very quickly in Bixby and he was caught right away. $200,000 bond up to 10 years. in. well, actually the top count I think is a minimum 10 years in prison, 10 years in prison. He's looking at, this is a man who previously went to a chiefs game in new England and sued Robert Kraft after the game. This is a person the Chiefs knew. It's a person the Chiefs knew. All the research, all the stuff the Chiefs do, everything that they do, monitoring people. Andy Reid even said, yesterday, nothing gets past us. It's what he said at his news conference. You ask him anything about the Chiefs, including security, and he'll tell you nothing gets past us. How is this guy getting tickets and still being a super fan? after he filed a lawsuit against Robert Kraft claiming he slipped on the ice in New England a few years ago, this guy had priors everywhere. In order to buy tickets, the Chiefs had to know his real name. 
Do they ever do background checks? I'm going to ask a legitimate question here. We've watched the X Factor. We've watched all these different super fans. Arrow Man. We watched the fake Andy Reid guy. I saw him at Arrowhead a couple of weeks ago. He's not even from here, but he looks like Andy Reid, and so he walks around Arrowhead Stadium and takes pictures with people. Let me ask I think he was from Pennsylvania. What kind of person from Pennsylvania decides to go to Arrowhead every week and dress up like Andy Reid so you can walk in the concourse and take pictures with Chiefs fans? I'm just asking a legitimate question. Look, I know everybody's different. I know we're all different. What kind of person craves that attention? What kind of person needs that? What kind of person is like, yeah, I look a little bit like Andy Reid, but I'm a Steelers fan. Oh, no, no, no. I'm changing my life. Then Channel 4 goes and hires him. Channel 4 does like a news promo with the fake Andy Reid. Have you seen that one? They brought him into the studio. He's doing TV commercials now. He's doing all this other stuff. What kind of person is a super fan? I'm not, I can't. I just too close to Christmas. I'm not going to sit here and judge people and be mean. I'm not going to be mean. I'm simply asking. I've got a, a nephew that really kind of, I think really wanted to be a super fan of the Chiefs at one point, but the group of super fans has their own unwritten rules. That is, you have to be a season ticket holder. You have to have gone to a certain number of games in a row, blah, 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 in order to, I don't know, they got their own charter or something of super fans. Clearly, Javier was right there, chiefs holic He was in the middle of it, and everybody knew him. You'll recognize him. He wears the wolf. There were pictures of a bank robber wearing the wolf mask. Those are fake. Those appear to be fake. Those can't, That's why you wait. When I say the, the story changes here, <laughs> the story's changed a lot because the first thing people on Twitter did was they put chiefs holics wolf head on a bank robber mugshot thing from a bank, and that's not even the right one. That did turn out to be fake. But seriously, what kind of person dedicates, I won't say they dedicate their life, but maybe dedicates their life, certainly dedicates their passion in life to being a super fan, to have social media followers, some level of local fame, and take pictures with everyone everywhere they go. I think that's amazing. It's a man who lost $80,000 on a game, claims he was a warehouse manager, priors everywhere, Sued Robert Kraft, now has robbed a bank in Bixby, Oklahoma. Do not look for Chiefsaholic, the wolf guy. Don't look for him anywhere at Arrowhead anytime soon, because I doubt he will be there. I mentioned Andy Reid said nothing gets past us. I listened to the news conference yesterday with Andy Reid and the local media. I, I'm, I'm still to this day, I'm shocked. I, I'm too far removed from it now. I'm shocked at what a bunch of soft-ass questions Andy Reid gets. It is so, they're so scared of him. They're so scared of everyone out there. I don't get it. Dustin Colquitt's the former punter. He went to Twitter and said the holder, Tommy Townsend, it's his fault that Butker's missing these kicks. And so the question was asked of Andy Reid like this. Andy on uh, Butker missed a couple more kicks on uh, Sunday, and you know there's a lot of technical aspects to that, and the holding, and uh, is every you working on that, or how, how's that how's that going? And Andy responded, "Look, I know what you're talking about, and I know nobody asked about Dustin Colquitt. Andy Reid never said the name Dustin Colquitt, nothing. But they had this long conversation and a follow up question, where Andy said he 
meaning Dustin Colquitt, has a big personality and likes to give his opinion. Dustin Colquitt's name was never mentioned. It was never mentioned in a question asked. It was never mentioned by Andy Reid. And there they were all in there talking about Dustin Colquitt, but they couldn't say his name. Oh, no, don't don't bring up. What, did Ted Cruz, the, the PR director of the Chiefs, go running around and tell me, don't you, Dad, don't you ask about Dustin Colquitt today or you'll be out of here. Is that what it was? Is that what happened? Well, Ted Cruz, the vice president of media operations for the Chiefs, communications, is going to run around and strong arm the media. Don't you come in here asking about Dustin Colquitt. So they're like, on the holds, uh, is everything technically going soundly there? And Andy's like, I know what you're talking about. And he's got a big personality. He likes to give his opinion and blah, 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 blah. You won't find a better person than Dustin Colquitt. You just won't. But Andy said the single most arrogant thing he has said yet as the Chiefs coach on this topic. Really, on the, and this is, this is true. This is why it's important to ask questions and hear people because this is true. This is absolutely true. Andy Reid, Andy Reid, literally believes, quote, nothing gets past us, unquote. Just take that for a second, and I want you to, and here, and I'll back up that that is complete and utter arrogance and BS. That's a coach that wins a lot of games, makes a lot of money, has a lot of power, a lot of authority, complete and utter arrogance. Nothing gets past us. Nothing. We know what nothing is, right? Nothing gets past us. And yet his son is in jail today. So nothing got past him that day? He's admitting he was part of that? Where was that follow-up question? If nothing gets past you, why is your son in jail? Were you part of that? I'll move on. Uh, the Steelers were planning a big event Saturday, Christmas Eve. It's the 50-year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Those of you that are younger, I don't really, I was too young. I don't really remember it. I know it from history. I don't recall watching it live or anything like that. It's the Steelers and the Raiders. And by the way, I've, I've watched this video a couple times before the podcast today. Patrick Mahomes got nothing on Terry Bradshaw on that play. Bradshaw got out of a double tackle pass rush, spun around, heaved it downfield like Mahomes does. Desperation. There's 10 seconds left or something, right? Chucks it downfield. Jack Tatum for the Raiders blasts the receiver and the ball. The ball just goes flying backwards, okay? Bradshaw's thrown this ball 40 yards downfield. The ball gets hit, and it goes backwards out of the screen. You can't even see the ball. When Franco Harris, who's downfield of the Steelers, catches the ball, you can't even see it. This play got blown up, and that ball just went like a, like a BB, like just backwards. And there's Franco Harris. Oh, no, he's got the ball. And he goes down and scores with five seconds left. It is considered the single greatest play in the history of the National Football League. They were retiring Franco Harris's jersey Saturday on Christmas Eve, the 50-year anniversary of that play, and it is confirmed that Franco Harris has died. 
I was shocked when I saw that. He does not seem old enough. 72 years old. Franco Harris didn't make it to Saturday for his jersey number to be retired and the 50-year celebration of the Immaculate Reception. It is widely regarded as the greatest play in the history of the National Football League. A lot of times time and place matter, you know, things like that. So this was a, if you haven't seen it, Google it. Well, it doesn't matter. If you haven't seen it, you'll see it this weekend. You're going to see it a lot. The Immaculate Reception. Franco, I do remember watching Franco Harris play and those Steelers teams, and they were terrific. Those were, those were really, really good teams. I remember seeing them a little bit later in the 70s as they just continue to win and win and win and win and win. Fantastic dynasty team, the Steelers of the 70s. KKHI is brought to you by Advantage Termite and Pest Control. Online at AdvantageTPC.com. Have you seen uh, Advantage's TV commercials? That's Aaron. That's my guy Aaron on there. He's right on there. He did a nice job on TV. Aaron, way to go. You look great, man. You have a great company. I know that. And we appreciate all the great work you've done for us over the past 20-some years. Advantage Termite and Pest Control, 913-768-8989. Make the switch, residential or commercial. Do business with some great conservatives, great American patriots. Advantage Termite and Pest Control anywhere in the Kansas City metro area, really anywhere with like in an hour. They'll come to you and take good care of you all year long. AdvantageTPC.com. And Friar at the Donics, I got an email from Dr. Jeremy, and he is celebrating Christmas with one of his kids who's off to college, and it's a great story. I won't go into any details, but what an unbelievable family these folks are. Very close family, very dedicated to Kansas City in our area, and they've just improved thousands and thousands and thousands of smiles through the years. They do great work at Fry Orthodontics, 13 locations. Schedule your appointment online at fryorthodontics.com after the first of the year and go in and get a free consultation on a beautiful smile for life. Whether it's Invisalign or braces, it's the same price. They have payment options available. They even do video appointments and such, so you don't have to always like leave work or leave your home to go in all the time. Pretty cool stuff, fryorthodontics.com. Merry Christmas to all our friends at Fry Orthodontics and all the sponsors, which you can find at the KK list. All the sponsors of the podcast and more are listed in one neat site, thekklist.com. That's thekklist.com. If you ever think about a product or service, something for around your home or whatever, go to the KK list and see if they're there. If they are there, you can trust us to be providing you with a company and people that are like-minded, love America and want greatness for our country. The KKList.com. Go there, check it out. And thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. (laughs) 